everyone. This is your host, Matteo Pascali of Let Us Be Idiots. And recently, I'm, I'm taking some film courses at a university. And here's the basic timeline regarding my sound engineering project for my university film class. I audio recorded the sound of the Hudson River's current. I recorded exactly two minutes of audio samples three different times. I then played back and listened intently to each of the three audio sample recordings. I went with number one because it was the most interesting one with the varied tones. And here's exactly, here's the sound sample I went with. After doing my required outdoor sound recording, I arrived home and started editing the sound sample recording of the Hudson River. I was navigating the given sound effects organizational website that my professor gave out, but many of the given sound effects I felt did not fit with what I recorded. I wanted to have my sound sample to be a reference to something completely niche and unknown. After brainstorming, for 15 minutes, I decided to use the audio recording of a decades-long previously unexplained phenomenon sound recording known as Bloop. The audio recording of Bloop was discovered in 1987 and has sparked a huge cult following to the likes of Raza New Mexico and literary fanatics of H.P. Lovecraft. With my with my audio recording, with the added sound effects, I was hoping to create the mood and the effect of mystery that sounded almost supernatural. 
I believe the audio starts off with a soft, neutral tone of decibels, and then slowly builds to a foghorn-like sound that creates a mystery. The ending fades out and quiets down to the previously unknown sound known as bloop. Here is the background information about bloop. Bloop was an ultra-low-frequency, high-amplitude underwater sound detected by the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in 1997. The bloop is the given name of a mysterious underwater sound effect recorded in the 90s. Years later, the NOAA scientists discovered that this sound emerged from an iceberg cracking, breaking away from an Antarctic glacier. Assuming similar noise-making capabilities of the blue whale, the largest known species of mammal, bloop, or the bloop, would have been made by an animal more than 250 feet in length. The editing and mixing with the original sound recording sample I produced with the infamous bloop recording took about two hours. Here's the finished product that I handed in for my film class. Know it, but that reading and monologue took it out of me, production-wise. You didn't, you didn't hear it that way, but there was at least three hours of editing into that to make it sound good. Carrying on, here's a, my segment: me interviewing, not really interviewing, but like discussing, having a dialogue, chopping it up with comedian Brett Raybould. 
I have. Well, I, okay, so today, right now I'm on the phone recording with my soundboard with uh, Brett Rabel. We're gonna get to him in a second. I wanted an audience to hear a few stories presented because I know myself and I don't have the confidence to do it in solo style like Joey Diaz. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I'm gonna tell you a few stories and I want you to be my audience to know if they're engaging or not. Oh, it's great. Thank you for having me. Not to be a guest, but to be your audience. You're going to be my audience for the first two stories, and then I'm going to talk to you about your shit after that. I promise am you. Am I allowed to contribute, or am I just pure audience? No, no, you're, you you're, allowed, you're allowed to contribute. You're allowed to contribute. It makes the audience okay, better. Yeah. So the first I tell you what. It, it, so it's nice to have, for you to have me on, not as a podcast guest, but as a podcast audience. Yeah, okay. Okay. First, Honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully allowed to contribute. No, you're allowed to. I want you to interrupt if you have to. All right. Can I interrupt? Yeah. Say something. You smell right now. I really do. I haven't showered all week. Yeah. No, I do. I mean, I kind of could just figure. How come? You know. Okay. The whole Mateo thing. Good. Good. Anyway, so the first story is that I was about maybe five, six years ago. I was in a flight, an air, an air flight, f- flying first class, going from New York across country. And um, I was reading a book about the American history of the American-Italian Anarchist Party. At the, uh-huh. I was dressed all in black, wearing a sweater. Pro, it was pro-anarchy on it. Yeah. And the woman sitting next to me was a very posh, upper-class British woman. She's like, you know... Uh, hello, you know, oh, you're an anarchist, are you? You know, I'm a, she was like, she said to me, you know, I'm, I believe that people can appropriate and believe and congregate whatever they want. When they start getting violent, the law has to uh-huh. clamp down on them. And I, like, right. oh. and I was like, you know, I'm not really into, like, the aspect of anarchy. Like, uh, it's a hobby of more of mine to read this stuff and actually believe it. Like, I'm very much pro-state. He said, whatever, you know, whatever you want, people can believe what they want. And um, she just the whole time, the more I was getting, reading the book, because it was a six-hour flight, she kept interrupting mm-hmm. me, like, oh, is this, a, is this the part of the book where it gets violent and shit? And it's like, nah, it's a history book. Oh, carry on. <laughs> what do you have to comment about that? Um, yeah. Wait, what, you, what was the book? It was, uh, it's a textbook, a small textbook. It's about the history of Italian American anarchists in New York City. Right. And what how many chapters are devoted to you? I wish all of them, but none. What? None? Yeah. Anyway. What uh, the hell? The second story is that Oh hold on, hold on. We're not done. Okay, okay. You know this bomb. Okay. What was the what's the book's formal title? Um, let me look at it. I have it on my shelf right here. Let me take it off so I can read it to you. And you you were reading it? Yeah, on the airplane. It's by Kenzon Zimmer, Immigrants Against the State, the Yiddish and Italian Anarchists in America. Okay, and... Yeah? Um, the story is she said, carry on. No, just she was like talking about me trying to kept engaging the whole flight, trying to sniff it out and sniff out if I was an anarchist or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, should I go into the second story before I talk about your uh, upcoming stuff? Yes. When I was younger, whenever I was flying, 
on airplanes, I've always would be stopped and pulled over and questioned quite a lot by the TSA. That stopped happening over the years. Can I interrupt yes. and say that is reasonable? Okay, you're not the first person to say that. I am very pro <laughs> doing our due diligence when one Matteo Pascale walks through the doors. Okay, good. Just, I'm very. That actually makes me believe in the TSA more to hear that. It, okay. it really. Because okay. I'm usually like, oh, it's just so much waste and we don't need it. And then you hear something like, oh, they're stopping Mateo. And you're like, well, you know, there's some good there. Okay. That's so the last not time, all waste. The last time it happened. So what do they do? Do they inspect your cavity? Which No, no, um, they just question, I'm sure it's they nice just question you me. Get, I'm sure it's nice for you to get some action. Of course. No, that's never happened, though. I, I just, it just give me questions. You're all free to go, whatever. Really? Yeah, and the last time that happened, which is interesting, I was going to a wedding of a relative of mine, and I had a oh. gift. I, uh, it's, it's not important. He wants to remain anonymous. He's a very, he's a very private person. He's very private. Is it Trump? No. That was just an imitation of Trump. Um, but is your family friends with him? My grandfather did work with him for three years, and they had a horrible falling out. Really? I actually had my grandfather on this podcast in a previous episode to discuss it. You did? Yeah. Damn. Did you tell your grandpa that story about the woman saying carry on? Yeah. He was like, he doesn't get it. He, he doesn't really think that one's funny. The, let me continue with the, the last airport story. So okay. I have this uh, box of trading cards from a very rare series from the, I think, mm-hmm. 80s or 70s. So, All right. And now what I kind was, of baseball? No, it was like DC Comics cards. All right. Like Superman, well, Batman, like... and so I had them in a, like a package, kind of like a gift wrap box. So I put it in the machine, like sir, they step over here, like what's in the box? Oh, just some uh, training cards. And they're like, sir, they're coming off as radioactive. We need to test them. So they opened Uh-oh. up the box, and I was like, what the hell is happening? I, I bought these at a legit store. So I texted a friend of mine who's a professional um, chemist for a university, like a PhD in chemistry. He's like, why are these trading cards radioactive? And he says, well, are they blue paint? He's like, yeah. A lot of blue paint before the year 1983 used like a combination of um, lead and some other smaller radioactive material, like very minor. Yeah. And that's what they're reading. And I, they t- Oh, wow. They tested and I was free to go. Oh, so yeah, I do love a story where the conclusion is yeah, and so nothing really happened. It's just funny and momentum. That's why I felt like it would be the point of this segment. Now let's. It's talk, good. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about your play coming up. Um, no, no, no! Come on, Tay. We don't gotta. Okay, we don't have to. It milk. Is, it's a it's a funny story. That's all of it, though. How did it make you feel at the time? Interested. Very interested. And is, is there part of you that wants to return with that type of trading card, but also with, like, anthrax on it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know what's really funny I did years ago? I go- went well, to eBay. You, did you send anthrax to a senator? No, I uh, Googled and on eBay. I searched anthrax and only merchandise, oh, really? and only merchandise of the band came up. Really? Yeah. 
you sir the the band anthrax you know new order is a metal band man anthrax oh from the 80s you know Wonder, oh no i didn't know it okay I was trying to buy, I searched, I was trying to buy Guns N' Roses. Okay. And so I Googled Guns N' Roses. And would would you believe the band came up? That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? Because I, I was just trying to buy Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Um, so I typed in Guns space and apostrophe. <laughs> roses. Roses. I know. And, uh, yeah, yes. It's kind of crazy. It's just frustrating because it's like, yo, I just I'm trying to buy Guns and Roses here, because um, I was gonna take my you know my girl out and she's, you know, give her some roses and she's an avid, avid believer in the Second Amendment, much like many of the Pascale family members. <laughs> I do believe in the Second Amendment, but not to that extent. Really, I I have like, different. I'll make them public on this. Po- like, I believe that the war on guns potentially will be as problematic, like failure-wise, long-term as the war on drugs. Yeah. So that's um, why that's why I'm more lenient to letting people have uh, guns, but they have to, it just has to be more background checks and regulations. I feel. Mm-hmm. Right. Should you be allowed to own a gun? I really don't want to, but I do in one case just for home protection. But I feel like I don't even need it. Like I was, really? look, I was looking at this recently. In all five boroughs, uh, bra- a, a, apartment and house break-ins are up eighty percent. This is true. Yeah. But why need a gun when you can have a katana? <laughs> I mean, a gun requires less skill. It yeah. Requires. You know, you just pull a a katana. Do you really think you'd be better with a katana than a gun and defending yourself? No, but think about it. If I come flying out of my bedroom in a katana in a bathrobe, that guy is going to be shocked what he's saying. (laughs) You are actually correct. Honestly, if I saw someone flying, it is in some ways more terrifying. Yeah, exactly. You just assume he's going to be good with it. Yeah, do you hear about that story from like 10 years ago? It was like 2012. Some guy, some guy broke into a guy's house in Texas who was like a big like nerd and anime fan. He just decapitated the guy and he got off because it was a standard ground law. Really? What did he do to the guy? Um, the guy broke into his house to rob, but the guy who mm-hmm. owned the house owned like 10 swords. <laughs> so he just like ran downstairs and cut the guy's head off. It was in the papers. You can look it up on the internet, I swear. Oh, oh wow. Um, that's funny. It's beautiful, yeah. You gotta get you one of these katanas, Tay. I really kind of feel like it's a big turnoff if I bring a bitch home. Right. Right. Because it's very threatening to have, like, knives and swords of the Orient on my wall. It's true. Yeah. Right. It's not the first thing we want to show a lady. Yeah. Um, is a katana. Yeah. You know what? You want to hear a funny story about that, actually? When the pandemic lifted... So many guys I know were trying to give me for free their weapons they bought with their stimulus checks. I mean, COVID checks. Really? Yeah, I got like three guys who were trying to give me swords. Two guys were trying to give me nunchucks. It, it was just like, man, I just, what am I giving off to the world that other men want to give me weapons? Um, I've given you some weapons. You know what weapons I've given you? What? Um... A knuckle sandwich. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, I, love, I love the way it tasted. 
Yeah. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't want let the uh, uh, responder pass so I can get better sound from you. I I went inside so okay. that your podcast doesn't have the authorities who I'm assuming are coming for you. Okay. Okay. So uh, I think I, we got like th- we got 13 minutes about me, and now let's talk about you, babe. Thanks, sweetheart. Uh, so you got race the boy. Appreciate the love. Hey. <laughs> you got race the boy coming up again. Race the movie to play, yes. Yeah, what about it? Uh, no, yeah. Um, it's a great show, man. I've no, told you I've seen it. I've it. seen it, I think, twice now. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, twice. Um, yeah, okay, you know you know how it is, man. We're going to be doing some performances for yeah, the yeah. I was New York gonna, Comedy Festival. Let's in New York. Did you know I was just thinking about that? That hmm. stage is so small. How are you going to fit everyone on stage? We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, We'll figure it out, and um, it's going to be awesome. And, um, yeah, if you want tickets, you can go to racethemovietheplay.com. Um, there are three performances on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, Friday at 7.30, and Saturday at 2.30. Yeah, um, in November, not this, October. In November, in the script, won Best Script, the New York Theater Festival, and Best Actor, with both leads being nominated, so... It's a really incredible show. Um, I agree. You know, the, you know the edited the um, the trailer you put up today about it. What is today's date? The eighteenth, seventeenth mm-hmm. of October. Seven. How long did it take yeah. you to edit that trailer? A little bit of time. It took a lot of elbow grease. That's good. Took a took a while. Yeah. How'd you? What'd you think of it? I I thought the edit for the trailer to play was actually really like tight. I was just wondering where'd you get the music from. Um, just a royalty free place. Okay. Um, just a royalty-free website. I've I've um, I've been using for like certain videos I've been like making just for like not airing, just for like testing out from real royalty-free websites. They're not all, like yeah. some sometimes when you use that audio, it comes up a content mm-hmm. ID for some reason. Like, yeah. So it's like they're not all royalty-free, even if they say. Oh it. yeah, right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but just royalty-free stuff. Yeah. Anyone can find it on the internet. Yeah, but I appreciate the kind words, Tay, and yeah, it's I've always appreciated having you come to the shows. I will, no. Despite my best wishes, you are one of my friends. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, no, like, I, I got to I gotta look at my schedule, because like, I have like stuff coming up. I got to see which one works best for me, show-wise. You, you have like three going on, right? That's right. 10th, 11th, and 12th. Let me ask you. This is not for the listeners. This is for me, but I'm going to leave it in the audio just to be for filler. Okay. You have, you have, you're doing a show of that stuff on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably the one I'm going to go to. Saturday, Saturday afternoon. There's no Sunday. Nope. Okay, so I'll go to Saturday if I can. I probably have to yep. at this point. Yep. It's beautiful. Anyway. Pull up. Um. I have a few more bullet points I want to get through about me, all about me, and uh, let you back to listening. Okay. There was one story I I was uh, like on the fritz about telling, but I don't know. I I don't know if it's funny or not, but I think it's funny. I'm listening. Can I be the judge of that? Yes. All right. Do you know of a store to complete strategies? All right, I'm listening. What? Do you know of a store that completes strategist? Uh, no. What is that? Um, 
East Midtown, there's a role play and strategy battle game store slash bar that is historic. It's been there since the 70s. It's historic? It's a store. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. They have a downstairs gaming area. And I've been trying, yeah. I go there once a month just to see if anyone's down there to play games and stuff. It's also slash, yeah. a slash a bar, sort of, whatever. Yeah. Every time I go to my gaming room, and it's the biggest mistake I make of the month. What is that? It's just like a filthy, filthy room with just like white tables, and the people there are kind of like like comic book guy, like from The Simpsons. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just what? want to play Magic Gathering, and I'm like, this is not what I want to witness this Tuesday afternoon. Is that game good? Magic Gathering, I love it. You, I can teach yeah. you. I can teach you. I have cards. Um, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Though. Okay. I'll play. With you. I'll play some. I love some of those games like D and D. Oh, you used to you play, play. You play D and D. I I played with like coworkers years ago, and it was a lot of fun. That's beautiful. Which which edition? Yeah. What which which edition do you remember? Do you remember? Um, the uh ultra. No, no, no. no that's not what I mean. That's a different thing. Where I'm at, like the like three point four, three point five, three point. Four. Six point, probably six is maybe six between six point five and six point seven. Okay, you, I my favorite edition of D and D is like edition four, four, four. I I have problems with three point five, but I, I'll do it just in case because that's what a lot of people prefer also to play when they like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're playing retro, at least. Why do you think that is? I haven't really looked into it. I haven't really like took the time to like study. Like I I play D and D. But I'm not like an avid. I'm much more into the Games Workshop franchise games. What's that? Warhammer, Warhammer 40,000, Lord of the Rings, War of the Rings. What are your listeners like? I don't know, man. Like, I get on a good episode, like a really well done episode, like a thousand listens. But, like, my entire fan base is so fucking anonymous, I have no idea who they are. I just all know they all live colloquially in the area of Philadelphia and Baltimore. Now, when you say they're so anonymous, do you mean they're quite literally anonymous, like the... No, no. They're like, my fans are just really anonymous private people. Like, they don't really contact me. I look at the numbers on iTunes, and they're like, Spotify, like, well, it's, I guess a lot of people are listening. I just have no idea who they are. Mm, that is, that's crazy. My you mother my mother, them, right? my mother, and grandfather think it's because I don't engage enough with the audience, so I talk to them, and I kind of want to keep it that way. You don't want to engage with them? Not, not now, at least. Like, in the future, I'll definitely Because you want them to know you're hard to access. You're a hard yes, to access guy. Yes, exactly. You you exude success. Exactly. Right, and you want people to know, like, you cannot mess with me. I'm like, you're like... Kind of a big star, right? It's Movie star. I actually did. Did I tell you that story? No, tell me it. What's um, thank God I did not get cast in that crap of a film, but I got called in for an email Uh-oh. to be in the Soprano, like an, an audition for the Sopranos prequel. Many scenes. You auditioned for Sopranos Day? No, the the prequel, Many Scenes of Newark. They called me in for an audition. I didn't get it. But, like, watching that movie, I'm so proud and so, like, thank God I was not Tell cast. Tell me about the audition. 
they just gave me a script of like the characters, the, the character they thought I would play well. They made me read it a few times w- with the paper script in my hand and without. They've rec- video recorded it all. Can I get the reading? Oh, I don't. I don't even remember. This was years ago. This is like 2015, 16. Well, do a read for me right now. You come to me on the day of my daughter's, daughter's wedding. That's the Godfather. Oh, really? Yeah. No. The, the, What's the Sopranos? Is that the many that... scenes of Newark? Oh, okay. Wait, can I let me hear your mom and Brando though? You come to the end of the day of my daughter's. That's too Trump. I was gonna say, dude, you sound exactly like Trump. <laughs> I'm not. Let me, let me try one more time. You come. Listen, to, folks. You, you. Uh, I'm gonna call man. Uh, and that's no. I can't. I can't do like. The day of my daughter. No, I, I can only do Trump. I can do a great Sylvester Stallone. He's like Rockies. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. That's a good. That's a good. Now I want you to do the Godfather as Trump. I want you to the Godfather Trump. I make a call to a guy in Yonkers. See what he can do. It's an excellent day. Beautiful day. The day I, of my daughter's listen. wedding, Ivanka. She's marrying me. <laughs> God knows it is love incest. Okay. It's beautiful. What would I do without you other than have a better life? I don't know. Other than have a better life. Okay. Uh, well, no, I didn't mean, not in a hater way. No, I know, I know how you meant it, sweetheart. I know how you meant it. I meant it in a nice way. I know how you meant it, sweetheart. Or sweetheart. I'm gonna I'm gonna get, give you four more minutes and let you take it away. You talk and monologue for four minutes and don't do stand up. I, I I'm just off for all my talking points today. What do you want me to say? Anything. It's you. You have the floor for three minutes now. Really? Yeah. I'm allowed to talk about whatever I want, however I want. Yeah. Nothing you can do to stop me. Exactly. Does that make you nervous? Talk. The, what, no, you talk. Okay, I will. All right, what do you have to say for yourself? What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, there's going to be, a, like, this episode, this portion with Brett Raybould has not mm-hmm. been exactly how I planned it out in my head. I'll make it work. But God knows the beginning monologue was perfection. Mine or yours? Mine. What? You can't say I did a perfect job. No, I was talking about my monologue in the, the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I recorded a... A segment that the listeners already heard. I'm just calling back to. Hmm. I would argue my monologue was perfect, and it was yours, in fact. That was the shitty, flawed one. Okay. Okay, sweetheart. Okay. Catch my drift. I do catch your drift. Let me just. Um. I'm trying to think of. Um. There's a really viral video of me. I don't know if I should re-put it on my website or not. Or I want your opinion about this. There's a guy who retired from the internet who's a big troll of, like, 10 years ago made a video about me and a ton of other, like, very public figures on the internet. And the video has, like, a million views. You're an incredibly public figure. Go on. I wasn't talking about me other public figures, but the video about with me featured in it has a million views. as like, a joke thing. And I'm uh-huh. curious if I should re-emerge and put it on my website or just leave it where it is and just let it be buried in the abyss of the internet. What's the video? It's a commentary of a bunch of like weirdos on the internet who are making commentary, and he he took quotes out of context. And it seemed really funny. You have a very good OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans. Oh, oh! I guess you just sent me those pictures privately. 
Yeah, sure. You want to, you, I do have got some nice pictures of my cock. You want? Okay. What? Yeah, come on. Okay. You said inappropriate. Well, let's talk about your wholesome's only fan then. All right, fine. Talk about Deal. it. Yeah, talk about it. I started all the world's most wholesome OnlyFans that wasn't in explicit photos or anything of that nature. It was just me wearing a nice sweater, throwing a Frisbee. It's really nice. Drinking hot cocoa, smiling for, you know, cheesing for the camera, as it were. And, um, you know, I think you were... You know, a huge fan of it, right? I am. How many dick ratings do you give? How many what? Dick ratings. How many dick ratings, you're saying? Do you know what that is on OnlyFans? No, what is that? A lot of porn stars say, I'll rate your cock for $25. So you got to listen to dick pic and I'll rate it from like 1 to 10. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm surprised Um, you know about that. They rate people's on OnlyFans. It's a rate someone's penis. Yes. Wow, wow. that is um. Okay. You know, you what is yours? I usually get a ten out of ten. No way. Yeah, I do. I have screenshots. That Italian sausage? No way. Yeah. Because it's less of an Italian sausage, and it's more of a. You know. What? Okay, I'm too tired to roast. No, I, I'm telling you, I was on steroids during that naked roast. You were? Yeah, you know, I told oh, I told Jordan a few other people this. A lot of people know this. I was on like I was taking that Tiberi like five steroids a day. Wow, that's disgusting. Why? It just is. I wanted like a, a guy, a certain individual, convinced me that'll make me feel like a man, like a bull in the china shop of a woman. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean by that, like a bull in a china shop. You know what I mean, right? You can rock her world. No, I I don't actually know. What you like mean. like an individual was telling me like if you got in steroids, it'll make me so ma- masculine that like a woman would just want to be ravaged in the bedroom like a bull in a china shop. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, Dad, I probably got to get going, man. No, 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 gotta... plug your shit, then I'll cut it, okay? You'll cut me plugging my stuff? No, no, I'm, uh, plug your stuff, then I'll cut it. I have, I'll i put it together, edit it nicely. Okay, I will plug my shit then. Um, all right, uh, everyone, if you want to go check out Race the Movie the Play, you go to racethemovietheplay.com. We have three performances at the New York Comedy Festival at one critic or reviewer called it Mel Brooks for the modern era. It's That's a beautiful. very special show. It's a very special show. It's beautiful. You love it. That is my Marlon Brando impression. Yeah. That's another that installment good? of Let Us Be Idiots. Good night. I'm going to cut it. Good ending. Wait, I hit the wrong thing. Danger! Danger! Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Luby, you be raw, that's 
a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Dames take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. The only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a ish. Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, molehill in my clutch. Make them out and now Ruby lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lindy, you be raw. That's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.